The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Now, I don't want to go full Washburn on a man right now, but <laughs> we, do, are we going to do the, we really need to do this? Are we really going to do this? Now, here's what's interesting is that before we get the release up in New England, we had this conversation that permeated social and beyond yesterday when the Cowboys make a release of their own. Yes. Now we have Stefan Gilmore who I don't think people would argue a statement is pretty significantly better than the guy who was just released Smith in Dallas. Not to say that he can't play or that he's a bad linebacker, but the reality is that Gilmore's former defensive player of the year. Yeah. Gilmore's one of the best corners out there. Yeah. yeah. Now there's also this factor, which is, and I was going through this in my head here. Outside of Tom Brady, is there anybody the Patriots have flat out stopped doing business with that has come back and bit them in the ass? Chandler, Chandler Jones. Yeah. What about uh, Seymour? Did he went out to Oakland or uh, did he have a couple of good I years? I thought his best yeah. years were in New England, but I could be wrong. Um, um, but hold on a second. You guys are giving me Richard Seymour who hasn't been in the league in nine years. Oh, I know. Well, <laughs> well that's just the case. That that just goes with the fact that Belichick has been around here that long. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, right. But, but maybe he has a knack for getting ahead of the game, mm -hmm. and being ahead of the game is not stacking for this winter, but maybe right. stacking your nuts or chips or tokens for the following winter. Right. Yeah, I mean, he knows that this isn't a, a year that they're going to make the playoffs. This is about growing a young quarterback and you know figuring out what you have. So oh, there I, you I go. get it. Eric That's what we're right. doing. Chris That's what Long. we're doing. Yes, but yeah. does does that preclude the Eagles, let's say, for going after Gilmore? Well, I mean, Eric has a good one on the stream. Chris Long, he came back and bit them in the ass, too. Did he, though? Yeah. In the, in the Super Bowl? I mean, I mean, he was productive. He forever. was productive. He played in New England for a year. Yeah, and you know, you know, I don't think he was somebody that like was inter like, here's the thing. It's not like New England lost the Super Bowl because of him and they got right, right back to the Super Bowl. So, yes, I get what you're saying in a micro. Yeah, they may look at that and say, shit, we had that guy. And here he is on the other side. Right. That's, that's kind of the same with Garrett Blunt. That's like the same little. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So let no. You know what, though? This is good. And Eric, that I appreciate that. And Barrett, thanks for bringing that up, because I think we have a baseline. Right. We have a baseline with guys like Chris Long and LeGarrette Blunt over the last, I don't know, five, six years, right? Mm -hmm. So where is Gilmore on it? Like, I don't think Gilmore is somebody who is going to be a quasi starter slash, you know, maximize productivity and limited snap guy like the other two. Gilmore could step in and probably dominate a team still, yeah. right? 
Yeah. Well, he's being paid like that, too. He's young, well, that, man. That's part he's of young. it. What that's is he, 27, 26 years old? Is he that young? I'm not he sure just, how old he is. He just got a 21. He'll be 32 in September. Yeah. I'll be 32. Okay. Yeah. I. <laughs> mm. He just, you know what it is, Barrett? He's got young man speed. Mm. Right. <laughs> he's a, um, he's what you call a system specific type of guy. Like he could, he's, he's, he's kind of like what you would see with a guy that, um, a guy like Richard Seymour, I mean, um, not Richard, Richard Sherman. Richard, Richard Sherman, Sherman is a guy that he's not really a man-to-man cornerback, but he's a zone cornerback. Kind of like what's the kid that I mean? What's the guy that left New England? Got to Philly, did the same thing earlier on. Left New England to come here. Yes, as not, a cornerback, not as like Chung or somebody like that who no, left. Not Chung is it, um, he was a, he was a Pro Bowler too. Awesome one. No, no, no. He's from New England. He, yeah, okay. What is his name? 22. Samuels. Asante. Oh, Asante. Asante Samuels. Oh, Asante played well here. Yeah. Yeah, no, and because he's a system-specific guy. He's not a man-to-man corner. He's a zone corner. He plays the zone. I mean, he plays it great. He right. can play off, you know, you know, give you a little bit to dangle in front of you, and then he picks you off. He's one yeah. of those type of guys. So this guy's I, going to a playoff team. He's gonna he's gonna go to a oh, playoff so team. He's that. not coming here. I never even thought twice about well, it. Well, neither did I. And look, if you had your choice, right, wouldn't you look at a team like Green Bay, for example, mm-hmm. who really needs you as much as you need them? Like you're in you're on you have now made a defense that's porous significantly better. And an offense that has Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Yeah. Oh, and Aaron Jones. Green Bay, San Francisco, Tampa, Kansas City. They could all use cornerbacks. Yeah, I would think Green Bay and Tampa would be the two. Like, if you could play with Brady. Well, what does that that say? Well, see, I I don't think they're in league minimum to play with Brady. (laughs) Are Are we trying to push this back to the Eagles, though? No, no. Okay, because I, well, I, I would rather I would rather talk about Jalen Smith because I mean that's fine. Do that. He, Let's do that. He's a guy that I would I would say yeah. Now they're saying oh he can't run anymore. Well, hell, he looked pretty damn good against us. He looked very good against us. Yeah, and I can see him. I don't want him to run sideline to sideline. We have that and effect th- on people, right? We already <laughs> we. We're, I want somebody to just run right downhill yeah. and hit an offensive guard in the mouth and stop the running play right there, and he can do that. He right. can do that. He can come in and be that Mike linebacker that said, all right, I'm going to stop all this bleeding. He will play in that manner. So I would want him. Now they're trying to say, oh, he can't run. He's not the same. I don't care yeah, about Why are they the getting same. rid of him? Well, that's a, that's that's kind of what you know well, what we're talking about. He, they're getting rid of because they got an embarrassment of riches. Him. They have to pay him. He's not really working in Dan Quinn's system to what Dan Quinn wants. Right. And – they wanted to get rid of him at the start of the year, but he made too much money. Right, right. So this is all about contract for Smith more so than anything else. They don't. They 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 still on a hook for it. They still got to bite the bullet. But I, I really think that you know it's it's just they got an embarrassment of riches. They have the one of the premier linebackers in the league, two of them rather, in Van Der Esch and uh, Parsons, Michael Parsons. Yep. So I mean, they can afford to let him go. They'll bite the seven million dollars. So what? We're biting thirty-four million dollars right now. Why not? Mm. They can bring in somebody like, um, you know, an, another DB. They need another DB in order for that defense to be all the way right. 
they're one DB away. You think that's right. So you get one in there. And now all of a sudden. They have four. They have they have four guys. They have like four kids on uh on um the practice squad right now that just aren't doing it. They're looking, they've been looking. Yep. But they just don't have anybody right now to take, you know, to be opposite of Diggs. Smith has like Correct. a five year contract. Yeah. Sixty four million dollars. Yeah, they that was keeping him on the team. Shit. They didn't want to. They didn't want to cut that, and it was just like, "Look, this guy's on the bench. He's not playing, and and it's not worth it." So somebody, one of the Joneses, must have made the decision to say, "Look, it's not worth it." Yeah, only playing about twenty five percent of the snaps. Now think about that, um, right? Yeah. Now that's something interesting. Colin Berger brings this up. What about Stefan Gilmore? Today? Yeah, I thought about that. That's scary <laughs> because Barrett him and right. Diggs. Yes, you add Gilmore, right? And and that's what Barrett's mentioning here, yeah. which is, you know, you add that type of player. Like, think about it. It's not a swap of you know, even money or anything like that, but you've got rid of somebody that you're paying dead money to, and you're now bringing in somebody in that same process of, he got cut because of dead money or money they didn't want to pay Gilmore, and you're taking advantage of that. Like, it's a savvy move mm-hmm. as a whole. They're not connected in the sense, but you're using this as a reason to get rid of dead money and then bringing in somebody who is under the same circumstances on another team. That's going to help you out exponentially more than the guy you got rid of. Right. Well, it's, it's like it, it, he's trying to form uh this point. Dallas is trying to form reform a Legion of boom S type of play. You know I mean? Yeah. That's who Gilmore could be. He could be the Richard Seymour. I mean, rich, I keep calling <laughs> Richard Sherman in his prime Richard Sherman. Yeah. yeah. That's I me. Mean, that's exactly who he would be. Not the Richard Sherman we saw on Sunday. <laughs> Did we well, see him on Sunday? Because that didn't look uh, like Richard Sherman to me. No, no, yeah, no. He, you know, you could tell he's 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 not the same, no. but he's just good enough to help that team get over the hump, though. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. It's a, it's a lot. Young, it's a, a young hump. man's game. That's a big hump, right yeah. there. It's a humpty hump, is what it is. You look long enough to spend that money, you fucking hump. Remember that from King of New York? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Father Tom is undefeated, man. He's yeah. undefeated, except with Tom Brady. I don't know what he's doing, man. I mean, yeah, I stopped eating strawberries. Also, man, it's just mm-hmm. not working for me. I man. haven't eaten a strawberry since. <laughs> you heard Brady? Yep. He, he I just can't on it. the bread. In fact, though. I'd like to have Brady come into my kitchen. And just go through my cabinets, go through my refrigerator, and just toss out everything that that he doesn't agree with. Which would be everything, right? Maybe, maybe. Like, except you, for, except for my uh, veggie straws. You know, don't touch those. All right, yeah, oh, that's there's, a, there's only so much you could do now. You exactly. can't touch veggie straws. Right. You know, Harry, there's a lot of sodium in those. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely see him say some shit like that. You know, there's a lot of sodium in those. <laughs> Gotta go. The bag gets crumpled as he throws it. Sorry. Oh, I can see you. I can see you coming. Now, see, there's, there's, there's. That was just one last straw that you just had. You had to mess with that straw. Don't mess with the veggie straw. Right, okay? right. I don't care if they're bad for me. Would that be Harry? <laughs> the final straw. That would be the final straw. Oh, yes. Don't well, mess with my. I straws. see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> I, am I was in. trying to. I just couldn't try to turn it around, you know. <laughs> but you know, Aton turned it around. Hey, but uh, but let's seriously though. Dan Quinn, that's exactly what he wants to do, man. I mean, if he if he pulls that off, mm-hmm. they won't just be winning the division. 
then you know what I'm saying? They will be competing then with the NFC period. Yeah. Absolutely. With the way they run the football, the right. way Dak's playing, right? they're going to get healthier on both lines as the season goes along, you would think. Wow. Because they've, they've got some injuries now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, the injuries alone are enough, absolutely, to, to cause concern. I just, you know, I start to wonder with all of this going on, and it's nice to not just hit the, as somebody gets released, just, oh, they need to do it, and then blaming Howie Roseman for right. not making a move. That's like process mentality, uh-huh. where somebody was available for a team that was lo- on purpose losing games, and you're like, why aren't they going after Steph Curry? His contract's up. What are they doing? It's like uh, <laughs> you broadcast to the league that you're losing on purpose. Why aren't you going after a top five player in the NBA? Yeah, scratching your head. But, you know, in this case, I don't know. I just don't think the Eagles are doing anything. I think the Eagles... Honestly, and this is not to cause or stir any shit, but we've seen Jalen Hurts improve. This is what I'm balancing. Jalen Hurts on one side, three top 10, 15 picks on the other side. Mm -hmm. Well, I I just, I don't know what, I don't know if I am being led down. I'm sorry, Harry. What what I was going to say is I feel like I'm being duped. I feel like I'm in the process of being duped. Duped by what? Buying into Jalen Hurts oh. only to know that at the end of the year, this team is going to do something with those three picks. Yeah. I don't well, think you should feel as though you're getting duped because um, they're, they're, they're doing what they're saying they're going to do. They're going to give him an opportunity to go mm-hmm. out there and prove himself. Is it a real opportunity, though, Barrett? In the sense no. Like, <laughs> well, you know I, no. I didn't even mean to cut you off. I just wanted to, to, to respond real quick. Like, Well, I, I answered before you even went to it. Yeah. No, I, I think it's a real opportunity for the season to wow them. Okay. I mean, right. You know, but, but, but I mean, playing well against the poor defenses, the two teams that he's played well against, Atlanta and KC, have awful defenses. Yeah, Harry, I, I'm going to use what you just said there, though, as more so for me than who they've played. I think it's the exact verbiage that you used here, which is, or the the wording part of me that you've used here, which is wow them for a season. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I mean. Like, it's not the same as Joe Burrow. It's no. not the same as Trevor Lawrence. Fields, Fields right. right. It's no. not the same as right. Trey Lance. No, it's a different, it's totally different. And You're absolutely the, right. And, and the wow is what I'm really fascinated by for both of you because i bet that if you just answered without even thinking about it you might even have completely different answers like if we asked jimmy blues or 91 sl or anybody else on the stream the definition of wow like what would be your definition of wow and not harry may's definition of wow but your definition of what howie roseman and jeffrey lurie's Mm. definition of wow is that's where i need like you guys understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I need to feel like I'm not being duped. And and I didn't run into somebody at the Wawa who no. said that they're out yeah. on this season <laughs> because they don't know if Jalen Hurts is going to be the starter moving forward. So let's take your response on right, the chat. Right. No, I'm, I just don't know what – like this team is three picks that will probably be in the top 12 next year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Right, right now, I think they're in the top nine. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for what it's worth. Well, yeah. You're absolutely right, man. And it's, I was trying to 
make myself think like, all right, maybe it's like they did Dak Prescott. You know, I mean, Dak was a guy that you know he they, he took over the reins and mm-hmm. and he played himself into being um, a, a a top ten quarterback. But he know? had a couple years to do that, though. Yes, I don't, he I don't did. think Jalen Hurts is Jalen doesn't three have years that to yet. do that here, right? And and he doesn't have he doesn't have the running back that they're going to use. To, to 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 lead you know, on yeah. lead on that you know they you know he doesn't have that autonomy you know he didn't have he didn't have Jason Witten being the tight end that he needed he didn't have that defense playing at a higher level he doesn't have that so he won't get the same opportunity as a Dak Prescott mm-hmm. doesn't mean that he's any less right now in fact he had a higher ceiling if you look at it he has a higher ceiling than Dak did because Dak was drafted in the fourth he was drafted in the second. He may be that guy, but he won't have the leash that Dak had, you know what I'm saying, that, that, you know, to go out there and make mistakes or not lead his team the way Dak led his team. He won't have that autonomy. So it's a it's a totally I different mean, situation. It should be the same, but it's not. Right. Well, what happens if, J- if Jalen Hurts yep. plays to his projections for the season? Let's just look at this. Where he throws for over 4,000 yards, he's got like 28 touchdowns and eight interceptions, you know, a completion percentage in the mid sixties. Yep. What do you do? I mean, you know, three I first round. What, I don't care what the record of the team is. Right. Like that's pretty good. That, yeah, and, that's and the damn good. Built around him. Right. And if you're you going, to. if you're going to like project that out, he would have to do some of that against some better defenses as the season goes along. You yeah, both or, right, or man. Could just be dominating a couple of bad defenses and you know, being underperforming at a couple against a couple of, of good ones. That's mm-hmm. you know, a season average like that. Sorry, Barrett. No, man, I'm saying Shan, you're right, and Harry, you're right. He can go out and throw for f- over four thousand yards, twenty-eight touchdowns, but you're still looking at three first round picks that could mm-hmm. possibly be in their hand. And that's almost like that's almost like, you know, that it, it, it's too appetizing for an Eagles team to look at like, oh my goodness. Because they always go for the shiny toy. Yes, yes. Right, look at these right. quarterbacks that are in this draft. Yeah. Look at them. Instead you know, of going and getting another so offensive appetizing. lineman or another defensive yeah. tackle or a pass How about a linebacker? Whatever. Yeah, whatever. You know? With three that first rounders, you can get a top 10 linebacker and, 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 and shore up the defense. How about that? Mm-hmm. But they see all these shiny new quarterbacks out there like, oh, we, we got to have one right. of these quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? We're the only team, you know, that that has a quarterback that you know nobody else believes in. It doesn't matter what we believe in as an organization, right? But the other, the other, you know, GMs and stuff, oh, they don't believe in them, so they're thinking, all right, you know, they they're gonna keep that quarterback. You know, what kind of GM do they have? They they think about stuff like that. How are we gonna be perceived? Mm-hmm. You know, we want a passing team. Yeah. You know, everybody else has passing teams. I want that passing right. team. So what if you run in the rock consistently, you win the games? It doesn't matter if you're passing or running or whatever. Yeah. But how, they don't how he, think how like he doesn't want to think like the another GMs are sitting there saying, Man, can you believe they passed on Sam Howell? See, like, come on, man. Wow, See, Keaton that- Slovis, too. Wow. <laughs> what are they what are they thinking? What are they seeing him? Right. What are they, what are they thinking? That's right. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Serious though. He was always trying to figure out what people yeah, were like, thinking. Robbie, can you come talk to me, Robbie? Right. Come here for a minute. <laughs> what are you thinking? What, I mean, what are they what are these guys thinking? <laughs> Well, I mean, seriously. Now we're talking about a top ten. We we at least will have two top ten picks because mm-hmm. Miami sucks. Yep, and we suck. So watch. We could still get one of those quarterbacks in the first round with one of the number one picks. But how about let's invest in the defense. Let's invest in the linebacker position. 
How about that? What, and then well, flip Jalen Hurts for a third rounder? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and then restart it with some guy that you've drafted in the second or third round. Yeah. That you can say, look, we found this talent here. Right. Oh, my goodness. But think but about see, that. That makes though. too much sense, though, Shan. Harry, yeah. it makes too much sense because they would think that way. Uh-huh. Right. They would think that Just way. don't draft Carson Strong. We've had enough Carson. No. <laughs> okay. Carson Walsh? Yes. What happened to him? Remember, he got moved out because Wentz didn't want too many Carsons in the building. Well, hey, Carson's <laughs> only strong, one man. Carson in the building, and that's me. Get this Walsh guy out of here. <laughs> Who's that Carson guy? Walsh? He was Remember? A coach, wasn't he? Yeah, he was like oh, the wide receiver coordinator. Yeah. And I put a tweet out one day with fake quotes about how Car because Carson Walsh was gone, right? And I was like, the big reason, big factor why Carson Walsh is ba- is out is because Carson Wentz didn't want oh. another Carson in the building. Too many in the I building. didn't say that. Like, <laughs> who would believe it to the point where they would then have to challenge it? Unbelievable. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I just can't see. I, <laughs> I, I can't see it, man. I mean, they're going to do that. They're, they're absolutely going to do that, man. No matter how good this kid plays, no matter how great of a season he has, he gets better. Becomes a quarterback in which it's very feasible to run the option, um, uh, uh, run, run, run zone reads, can can do RPOs, running the offense right. They have you know players around them that are quick and fast enough to get down the field, you know, with, with the run game, and they'll totally look past that and mess it all up because they have three first round draft picks. I mean, is it similar to what uh, is going on with uh, Garoppolo right now, except that they already have the guy in house? Yeah. You know, like Garoppolo could go out there and dazzle. He's still not going to be the guy there. But his fate is sealed, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and he's basically doing. And look, it's it's kind of like a you you help us, we help you scenario here, where the Niners are more than happy to leave Lance in a position where he can grow into the into that spot. But you need to be competing, right? So Garoppolo as a stopgap allows you to compete. But if you're Garoppolo, you're also playing for your next deal, right? Which is why he's going to play his butt off because he wants, right. you know, I mean, he 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 wants to go to a team and 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 he's doing it the right way. Now the Sixers need to think, you know, look at what they're doing, and, and take a little page out of that book. Like, all right, they're they're allowing him to play up to his strengths, so now his worth is a lot more than what is you know what people are thinking. You know, right now, right. we have hmm. nothing going on with the Sixers right now. Ben is still there. And now he's really pissed off. You didn't give him $8 million. So now he's definitely not coming back. I mean, this is just, you know, this is just a cluster right now, man. This, this, it, Philadelphia sports, I don't understand it. I, I mean, I just don't understand it. I mean, no, what, did I, we, what did we do wrong? <laughs> I, I didn't realize that it was a problem. Yeah, it is, man. It is. Baseball sucks. Football. Sucks. Hey, I watched that baseball game from start to finish last night. Get out of here, did you? Oh, I was I was invested. I didn't see it. Wow. Oh yeah, Evaldi was giggling. dealing, and the first sign of trouble, and the baby manager comes out and gets him. What is wrong <laughs> with baseball managers today? As soon well, as somebody gets on base, this guy has been mowing him down. They go out and get him. The joke. <laughs> it really is. They can't wait to go to the bullpen. Well, that's the problem, man. Yeah. Emma yeah. Willits. You know he's picked. Two times more than he should have. That's two reps he should have. T- he should have. He should have thrown two pitches. Now it's all messed up. That's the problem these days, man. There's yeah. no feeling 
in baseball anymore. No. There used to be feeling. There's no feeling in nah, it. No, there's no feeling. You know, no gut feeling. That's why you don't watch. That's why you place a bet and then you watch Hang a Queens <laughs> rerun. Yeah. Is that what you did? Jeopardy. I watched this Matt Amodio guy win like his 50th game in a row. He's at one. What a Jeopardy. Yeah, have you seen this? No, but I heard about it. Is yeah. he any is he entertaining? You, you know what you know what's entertaining about him? Two things. One, and this is why I like him, because he pissed a lot of people off by answering questions in a certain manner. Have you heard about this? No, no. So as soon as I found, and this is like early in the run where he got attention for doing this, and it it upset. You know, the same people who just chose an avatar to latch onto that wanted to host the show, even though they barely watched it, saw clips of him answering questions in a certain way and said, oh, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. You know, race to Twitter and complain about a show they barely watch. Every answer is what's. So this philosopher said you can't step into the same river twice. And he would say, uh, what's Heraclitus? Oh, instead, instead of, of who, what is or who, or who. is. Yeah. Right. So every answer is what's any person, anything like this. It's what's it's what's right. Mm. And I love it because people, because people find some reason to get upset about right. anything. Right. What's so, in the box. Did exactly. He say that. Yes. He'll say if that is, if my Bialik asks a question that says the box, then he'll say what's in the box, depending on whatever the answer is. But yes, he's, he says what's. To everything so and it's, it's amazing because people uh get pissed off and also too he has this weird uh, i'll pull it up if i can i don't know if we'll get in trouble so i, I don't want to play it for yeah, you guys, yeah. we don't want to we don't get a smack down every answer he gets right he has like this weird like <laughs> like smile to him uh-huh right? and i'm not saying that you know i'm i am or anyone here is a good looking dude to be criticizing other people's looks at all but mm -hmm. He has like this weird, like, you know, what's absolute what's his name? Matt, Matt Amodio. Amodio. Like he's at what's absolute zero. And I'll still have like this. <laughs> he almost looks a little bit like a like a nerdier Tony Romo. I, I yes, he does. Now I look at him, it. Yes. Right? Do you see that? Do you, am yes. I am I am I off? No, he's like um, a still up of him. He looks like he should be on like Charles in charge or something. Some one he's of those just, one of those earlier. Those nineteen early nineteen ninety um sitcoms sitcoms yeah, yeah. PhD oh he and Willie from, Ames is that what you're saying he's all Willie Ames up <laughs> right. something you know I I just I don't know man I mean I, you know I don't want to I want to hear his voice now hold on I got to show you this this picture here of him and this smile Matt Amodio. all right so here's the thing not not give me a give me another Amodio. Come on, man. Emodio. Emodium. Yeah, not Matt Emodium, man. <laughs> He's backed up. <laughs> He's back, back, back. <laughs> All right. Now uh -oh. look, this is this smile is how he answers every single question. Oh. Oh right? no. Oh, I'm out on Emodio. But, but I'm telling you, it's it's a balance because I love the fact that he pisses everybody off by answering what's. Mm -hmm. Watts and then a person's name, but yeah, he has this this funny little. Oh. I tell you, he is mowing people down as well. It's not even close. He'll start out and he'll hit a thousand on all the first round categories, right? So he won't even go in order. He'll just go a thousand, a thousand, a thousand. He jumps out to this lead. It's it's impressive. Well, he has a bachelor's degree from Ohio State, a master's degree from Wisconsin, 
and is pursuing a doctorate from Yale at, at this moment in time. I got to be honest. The wow. person hosting is basically like a is, is basically just like a robot. It's pretty it's pretty amazing that somebody can be hosting a game show and not offer anything, literally, except yes. Well, who from, is it? Jennings? No, it's uh, the woman from um, it's it, from uh, oh, uh, Malik. It's Blossom. Yeah, Blossom. Yeah. Yeah. But how how does that work? She's not saying anything no, like yeah. some Matt Amodio will say uh, what's, you know, you know, John Stark. And she'll say yes from Game of Thrones. Blossom had has had way too much run with that other sitcom. She they need to put her away. Here's my question: I've How did enough. Blossom get more run as opposed to the whoa guy? What happened to him? Who's the whoa guy? Remember him? No. Come on, Barrett. You don't remember the whoa guy from Blossom? I never watched. I never Blossom. watched Blossom. I saw the <laughs> other show that she was in with the nerd. Why? But I remember the guy. The whoa! What? Come on, chat. The hell's that guy's name? Whoa! He made a he made a living out of that. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Whoa! All right, we got a break. <laughs> it's like that. It's like that. Jeff uh, of the kid. That meme. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa! God, man, I can't believe you guys don't remember that. Joey Lawrence. Shame on both. Oh, of them. okay. Well, he was. Yeah, he was pretty popular. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, Come on, yeah, didn't he pop a rap that. album? Yeah, I see. He had a what? I thought so. <laughs> Wasn't he featured on an in sync track rapping? Bro, I. I whoa! See, I, 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 whoa! You guys got me doing too much research now, man. I'm all in this research trying to figure out what the hell is going on. <laughs> did, did you see Nikki Blackburn on the on the stream? No, you were talking about the what's guy. He'd always say what's. He'd go, "What's a finger in the butt? Who is Urban Meyer?" <laughs> no, he would say, "What's Urban Meyer?" What's? Well, the question. Uh, <laughs> <what's Urban Meyer? laughs> Come on, man! I can't believe you don't remember that song from Barrington Levy that Joey Lawrence was in. Oh, Barrington oh, Levy! Come on, man! Famous reggae artist. Oh, I never heard of him. Jeez. Oh. I've had enough of my embalic, though. Well, good. I, all right, we got to take a quick one here. Make sure you have already hit that thumbs up. Look, we don't even charge for this. We just ask that you hit the <laughs> thumbs up button and subscribe. It's the middle. We're back in three. <laughs> At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. 
It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. seeing if there was any news or information. It's a Wednesday, so here's the biggest question that I have coming into this game here is how healthy is the offensive line slash Lane Johnson? Like today yeah. we should get some word about Lane Johnson, right? Because if Lane reports, if you Lane would think right, if Lane doesn't show up, then Mike K said yesterday, and this is pretty much the general consensus down there, which is nobody's going to speak for yeah. Lane which again is a pretty clear indication or should be to you out there that Lane is not in trouble, that Lane didn't get in, in any trouble, that Lane is not dealing with anything from the league because all of that can be accessed. Adam right. Schefter is sniffing around, yeah. records are available, stuff like that. This appears to be something internal with Lane and his family yeah. that everybody is willing to give him space. And it was so. some sort of emergency type of thing because it was last minute right. on game day. Correct. You know, it's not something like he went. I, I, it doesn't seem like it was something where he went to the facility on Sunday morning knowing what was going on and then decided to just bolt. I think it, it sounds like something just sort of came up. No, yeah. at, at, the, at me at the stadium, you know, I mean, yeah, some of you know, a couple of you know, a couple hours before it, not even a couple hours uh, before the game's about to start because you know, they were trying their best to get, um, you know, get that line. In, in you know in 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 shape to play, man. It was it was crazy that you know they go through something like that. I haven't seen anything like that. Well, I I know Brandon Brooks had that. Um, well, that was the an anxiety issue. Had an right? anxiety yeah. issue going on, and that happened before a game. But I don't know what you know what what it is with Lane. So you know that's that's kind of that's kind of tough. You know what I mean? At least the young guys will get an opportunity to practice together at their prospective positions. For an entire week, as now, opposed to just before the game starts. John Clark uh, tweeted an hour ago that he's told that Lane Johnson will return to Philly this morning and will return to the Eagles complex today sometime. That was within Good. the last hour. Now, returning to the complex and practice would indicate that he's trending in the right direction. I don't I don't know. I mean, yeah, we get closure, we get closure, right? Well, at this point, you know, I know they were trying to prep Jake Driscoll to play right tackle, but they actually wanted him to play right guard. They didn't want to play Herbig. They wanted to play Driscoll at the guard position and Herbig be the backup for both. 
But, you know, I mean, that was a huge emergency. So, you know, yeah. Jake had to play uh, – Driscoll had to play right tackle instead. Mm-hmm. Now, if Lane comes back, that's a pretty good offensive line. Yeah. With, you know, Driscoll at, at right guard, Lane back at right tackle. Then Dillard, Dillard's been playing very well. You know, I, I mean, I can't really say anything bad with the exception of penalties, but those are penalties that, you know, I mean, I can look past because, it's you know, it's, it's within the scheme work of, of what they're trying to do that he got the penalties. It's not like he's just, you know, being blatant and stupid about it. He's just blocking what he's supposed to block. And people yeah. need to understand that. Those penalties yeah. are not his fault. He's he's blocking what he's supposed to block. When they run RPOs, the offensive line are running run play. They're running the run play as, aspect of it. It's between the quarterback, the receiver, and the running back to take care of everything else. But they are blocking the run play that's called. So if they have a power to the left, they're going to run like power. They're not going to, you know, worry about the pass aspect of it. They're running it like that. Or if they're running zone right, they're going to run the play just like zone right, like it's a run play. Right. And that's why they get caught going down the field because they're blocking the run. They're not worried about the pass. They're right. hoping that the ball is out the quarterback's hands before they get a yard to have downfield. Dallas didn't run RPOs last week. When no, they, they put just up 245 yards rushing on Carolina. <laughs> right, Real quick, right. though, to update the situation here, Sirianni just said, and this is from Brandon Lee Gowton, that Lane Johnson actually isn't at the Novacare. He's so, not. No, Sirianni wouldn't say if Johnson will definitely play against the Panthers either. Mm. And I see that we have Herbig's heroes. Oh, man. Up in Her- this place. That's a, that's a new streamer. Well, I, Herbig, are, are we doing what the Phillies did years and years ago? Like we're starting Sal's little fan pal. bases. <laughs> Remember about Sal's pals, man. We had we had. Uh, you should ask your boy Schwartzman about that. We had Fasano in there a couple of times. Oh yeah, up in, in Trenton. Trenton. Yeah. yeah, and on top of that. We had the guys from Sal's Pals in the studio as well. That's no, radio. that's a radio segment right wow, there. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Now, what would Brooks's like? What would it be for Barrett? What would Barrett's crew be up in the stands? Barrett's bunch? That's too easy, though. Yeah, right? that's, uh, Brooks is crooks. <laughs> yeah, Brooks is crooks. Brooks but he's, is crooks. But he's not a bad guy. Like, he's not a, if Barrett led the league in holding or something like that, then maybe mm. you, or personal fouls or something like that, then maybe you could associate that. Baritones. Baritones. All right, <laughs> uh, yes. And they all have, like, what's the musical symbol for a baritone, right? Like a, what, a baritone? Is it, no, Whatever the hell it is. baritone saxophone. It's an yeah. alto saxophone, right? So maybe they right, all have right, sax, right. Right, yeah. right? You know, those inflatable saxes that you can get in yeah, the yeah, yeah. for kids? Yeah, I figured that, Herbig's Heroes. Not a new streamer, just you changed it up for us. But He t- uh, changes up a lot. You know, you've got 50, I don't know, Barrett, maybe this is taking you back to your days in Pittsburgh, right? you got 50 attractive women in nice white T-shirts out there in the upper deck of Three Rivers at the time. With, with a blow-up saxophone. Right? Like doing their dances. They do dance like the mummer, like a synchronized dance like the mummers. Hey, quick question, guys. You know, I do like, look, look, J-Rock 360. Yeah. Barrett's Beaches. Yeah, not, Bar- <laughs> right. <laughs> not the other, but Barrett's, Barrett's biatches. <laughs> yeah. Brooks's know, biatches. That's gonna get canceled here. Well, I'm you think so? to, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think of something that's gonna have legs. Oh, not what, something what is, that's gonna die on the operating table here. Okay. 
let me ask you guys this. What are those guys that dress up like those mummers for the temple games? Who are they and what are they? That's the temple temperers is what they call themselves. They're three See, guys. I didn't have a clue what they were. And yeah. I, I, I didn't see anything on there. Yeah, they've been, they've been out there for since, I want to say, this the beginning of the Matt Rule era. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. The temple so temperers. What does that mean? What What is I have no idea. They're tempering oh. expectations each and every week. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Not the Knights Templars. <laughs> probably. No. It's probably something other than that. Here's here's the thing, though. I will say that I'm a little concerned, a little concerned about Cincinnati. I don't think they're going to beat Temple by 30 points, do you? 20, what is it, up to 30 now? Because it was oh, 29, 29 and a half or whatever yesterday. It's down to 29. Yeah. That's a lot of points. That's an after such points, a big man. win, after an emotional win at Notre Dame to come back and now play Temple in somewhat of a short week, um, yeah, that's a lot. But you know, I didn't, I don't understand why it was such a big win when they were, you know, they were ranked ahead of them because it's still it's Notre, Notre Dame. Dame and it's on the road. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it was enough it's of a, a validating win, right? It's more of a validation, right. I think, of where they were in the rankings, you know, and that, that everybody's been talking about them as possible group of five team that could get in the playoff since before the season began. And now you got Notre Dame on the schedule and granted Notre Dame is not great, but it's still a big validation. I think if you're Cincinnati, like, Hey man, we're, we're here. We're legit. Now we got to win our conference and run the table and we should be in. Well, you know what they, um, they're actually, this is like a three year uh, vendetta for them. They've been great. They've been really good for the past five years. But the last three years, they've been up there. I mean, I'm only like one or two losses. You know, so mm-hmm. Cincinnati, man. They, they, the yeah, one loss to get them, though. That's the thing, right? Right. They can't afford to be, unless they lose to Alabama right. or some team that they have to actively, Georgia, that they have to actively schedule. They can't afford, or they haven't been able to afford that one loss. Now, I guess, I guess you can start to look at this whole thing right now, though, and I mean, look, Notre Dame was also the ninth ranked team in the country mm-hmm. when they beat them. So I, I think that this is as solidifying of a win. Does Oklahoma have that type of win? No, not yet. No, not yet. It, Correct. No. Correct. I mean, they beat nobody ranked at the time. Right. Tulane, Kansas State, Oklahoma State. You know, they play Texas this week. Nebraska. Yeah, they play Texas Correct. this week. Texas was it Rev Red, Red River Shootout? It was exactly. not called that anymore. Showdown. No, we can't say shootout. It's now showdown. Shootout. You know, they call it they called it a shootout. Now it's a showdown because none of the guys could say Red River rivalry without screwing it up. Is that yeah. right? That's what it used <laughs> so to be. It's not even like a PC thing, Harry. It's just a it, matter of like saving your broadcaster. I think thing. so. Like ever since like the great guys like Keith Jackson and yeah. Vern Lundquist and stuff right. are gone by oh, these new guys, these really. new guys at ESP. Can't say Red River rivalry without sounding like Elmer Fudd. Red Rebel. See, that is tough. Yeah, it is tough. I mean, oh, got, Nelly. They got Baylor, Oklahoma uh, does. Baylor, Iowa State, Oklahoma State at the end of their schedule. But what's the win? Oklahoma State? Because, well, I mean, come on, Texas. Texas gets knocked out of the top 25 when we assume Oklahoma beats them, right? Right. So, at best, they may be able to climb back in on the back end. Yep. You've got Kansas in front of you. Baylor's wow. still not able to really do much, even after their lone big win that they've had. Iowa but, State's not ranked. No, I mean, it's Oklahoma State. It's, it's the Cowboys. State, yeah. it's, it's that game at the end of the year that is – but here's the thing. Like, 
even it, let's let's say okay, let's just say for the purposes of argument here that Oklahoma runs the table and then loses to now Iowa State's defense is pretty legit. Although I wouldn't look at that as an upset by any means. Let's say they lose to Oklahoma State, right? Now on the flip side, we have Cincinnati. Right. Cincinnati doesn't have anybody, I would say, right, anywhere near no. Oklahoma State on the schedule. And I'm not like SMU is more to Texas, right? Right. So Yeah, I mean Oklahoma State's what 12th right now. Yeah, Cincinnati's got nobody on the schedule that high right now. That's what I'm saying. So what's crazy about this is that like if Cincinnati loses a game to anybody, they're out. They're out. Right, right. Meanwhile, Oklahoma still may have an argument, depending on what happens with the Big 12, depending on what happens specifically with Oklahoma State, if they lose to Oklahoma State at the end of the year. The deck is still, it's crazy, Barrett, because you're right. This is like a three-year vendetta for Cincinnati, and the deck is still stacked against the Bearcats. Absolutely. Now, some, some of that may be in retro. Like, what happens if they lost to Notre Dame? yet they beat everybody else on their schedule and Oklahoma loses to Oklahoma state at the end of the year. What happens then? Oklahoma would get the nod. Yep. Yep. Cause they have more power five. They have power five wins as, a, right. as opposed to group of five wins. So the message for Cincinnati is to get out. See, this is the thing. Like we always talk about these individual schools and all the ridiculous money and everything that gets changed hands and all this, as far as, who you're playing in, in these shitty conferences. But the reality is that the NCAA or the people at the AP, whoever's doing the rankings and deciding on the college football, all of that, they're basically begging Cincinnati to leave the American. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, right? that's what's yeah. going on. That's yeah. why they're trying to get into uh, the big, they are big into 12. It. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think they, I think that. And then there's 24. no more of this. Yep. UCLA or UCLA Cincinnati scheduled UCLA and then at Ohio state to begin the 2019 season. Wow. Yeah. yeah. As far as I think reactionary and look, there's a little, you, you know, you don't do that unless you think you've got a shot at least one of those. But mm-hmm. I, I think that's been reactionary to what we've seen where you have a good season or you're in contention, you're in talks and then you get told, no, 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 it's not good enough. It's not good enough. Your schedule, it's not good enough. Right. All right. Well, then let's, but let's, let's look at this. Oh, look, if you also have, a loss in that range, then you're punished even more so. Whereas like if you're scheduling Ohio state to start the season and you lose that game, cause that's 2019 Ohio state, then you shouldn't be penalized. Like if you lose to Tulane or Tulsa later in the year, you know, another school, you know, cause it's, it's not, it's, it's not how it used to be where, you know, um, the margin of victory was factored in, but you know, you got a team like coastal Carolina, and Cincinnati, they have to win in convincing fashion, mm-hmm. or right. they'll drop down the um, they'll drop down the you know the rankings. You know, so right. Coast Carolina, they're trying to crush everybody, they're trying to beat everybody to sleep just so they can get a little recognition uh for what they're doing. They're trying and to beat up everybody. Still, uh, they haven't been able to truly dominate. Like they you're right, they should be blowing teams out by 40. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. They it was like the, it was like the year um Temple had Penn State and Notre Dame both on the schedule at home. They whipped Penn State. They were 7-0 and when Notre Dame came in. College game day was there. And they lost in the final like minute and a half in the game. Okay, yep, had, they, the had they won that game 
and gone on and finished undefeated. You know, they probably would, they would have gotten a new year's day bowl game. They would have played in the peach bowl against some sec team or whatever, but they wouldn't have been involved in any playoff. No, right. no. Even though they beat, you know, what two branded power five teams, if they had beaten Notre Dame. Correct. Yeah. Look, I mean, Coastal Carolinas, I mean, the only team, the closest game they had was against was against Buffalo. Yep. You know, which yeah. is a pretty good team, 25, I mean, 28 to 25. But they beat Citadel 52 to 14, Kansas 49-22. Uh, UMass 52 nothing. Kansas, they pulled, that was a late pull away. Kansas yep. was giving them fits yep. for like yep. three quarters in that game. Yeah. Yep. Quarterback was running around, yep. you know. Um, even Louisiana Monroe, 59 to 6. Right. Wow. So they play tonight. I mean, tomorrow, I'm sorry. They play tomorrow. They play tomorrow. They play Arkansas State tomorrow. Yeah. And, and they'll probably Arkansas, beat them 60 to 30 or something like that. Arkansas State was a major disappointment last week. And I I just don't know. There's something about this line here that's off. It doesn't make sense that, like, what do you have it at? Because you're right. They should pound the, the other shit out of this team here. But I see yep, it at 20 yep. now. It, it moved. Okay, so it moved up. It was at 18 and a half earlier. It's moved up pretty significant, which makes sense because that line was below 20. People would hit Coastal Carolina. I, I mean, Arkansas State, that total is at 73 points. 73 wow. points. Wow. Maybe the better wow. player is going under. Hmm. Coastal Carolina's defense, like you just read it off, Barrett. It's not like they're they're beating teams by fifty while giving up thirty, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, it's like seven, six, you know, like that. I mean, they're they're their defense is holding up. Arkansas State gives up five sixty three point eight yards per game. Wow, holy Dang. shit! Wow, they Dang. may hit the toe. They may go they over hit, the third quarter themselves. Yeah, but look, it's just like you. Oh, look, Barrett's out all of yep. a sudden. Yep, right. All yep. of a sudden, we start talking about sports betting, and somebody yep. at NBC pulls somebody the plug. pulls the plug. It's amazing how fast that works. It really is. Here's the thing: I just don't know. Like Arkansas State is one in four, yeah, and they're putting up a lot of yards in the air. Like they throw a ton, right? Mm -hmm. But Coastal Carolina doesn't allow anybody to do anything. One thirty point eight yards allowed in the air per game. Hold on, Barrett. Hold on, Barrett. We all see you. We what all happened? see you. you I, don't know. I honestly, Michelle Murray lurking. She still has. <laughs> she still has that kill button that was negotiated in your contract initially with Jacob Media, where if you say anything that goes against the principles of NBC Sports or NBC Sports Philadelphia, she can hit that button and bounce you. Just because, she, like, I don't think NBC realized they had to ask her to turn that in on her way out. So we start talking about betting college football, and it's like, whoop. There you go. It's terrible. Now, I, may, I don't want to offend anybody, but I got to take a swig. Uh oh. <laughs> it's, I My got stuff to do to this. Turn her eyes. It's either that or I break out the highball. It's not, what what is it a highball day? What what day was it a highball day? You remember? That was last week, the, the uh, Jim Beam highball Thursday. That was, Friday. It was Thursday. It was Thursday. Yeah. Because yeah. remember that we, um, we were going to watch, you know, you started early with the game. <laughs> The Thursday right, night games. Well, that, that's what we'll do now. Let's let's see. Maybe we can get that sponsored. All right. Right. It's the right. highball Thursday, and I'll just crack open. I'll have a couple of highballs ready to go, and I'll just start cracking them open. Yeah, I gotta get those this weekend. Oh, brother, I'm telling you, man, they're they're life changing. Yeah. 
Absolutely. It's, it's the wife's 50th birthday weekend. Now, oh, what do it? you do for that? Wait, wait, hold on a second. Your wife is on the 12th? No. It's, it 13th? would be Friday the 8th. Okay, so my wife is the following weekend. Okay, but she's okay. not turning 50. No, I'm not turning 50. Right, right. So I, and I've got like 13 years on her. Right. Or eight years on her. So what are you doing? What's what's like I know she's a big golfer now. It's gonna be like a, it's like a four day event. It's 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 like Lollapalooza. It's unbelievable. Just what do you have the way, Harry? It never ends. Just what do you have the way? What are you <laughs> going out the way? He's involved. We're going out to dinner, you know, some dinners, playing okay. some golf. Uh, but I did have some a situation yesterday that I wanted to discuss at some point during the show. It doesn't oh, involve this weekend. It involves something I was going to do in about two weeks, going to a concert. Okay. What concert? It was uh, my neighbor, the Hooters. Oh, uh, yeah. The band, the Hooters, are playing at the Keswick in Glenside. That's where our, our friend uh, Jeremy Piven. Correct. Yeah. So me and you know my wife and three other couples were all going to go. So we I ordered like eight tickets, and I order them through him, and so he sets me up with the you know with the the ticket order. I go to call the Keswick to pay for mine with the credit card, and they tell me that uh, yeah you have to provide proof of vaccination, which is not an issue for anybody, but then you also have to wear a mask, and I'm like what. I got to go to a concert for two, two and a half hours and wear a mask. I'm out. So wow. we all pulled the orders. All of us. We, wow. just, we just pulled all eight tickets. Done. Did put, you them back in, a... put them back in the pool. Not had... going. Did you get a refund? Oh, well, we didn't pay for them yet. They were just reserved. We oh. didn't have to put up any money to reserve them because I go through the band. Well, now, what are you? Uh, what's what's tough. your buddy going to say? What? Uh, Dave? Yeah. No, he's he's fine with it. He understands. He says it's beyond his control. He doesn't understand why they're doing that, but you know, it sucks. Well, I'm gonna tell no. you the truth, man. It's it's tough, you know, because I've been doing all this flying around and yeah. having a mask on anywhere inside the airport mm -hmm. and on the plane, you gotta have your mask oh, on. Oh, I know, I understand on the plane, I get that. But I'm going to a concert. I'm gonna be drinking, singing, eating, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> You know, I'm right. hanging out with people, interacting. I'm not wearing a freaking mask. Well, see, that's so what I'm saying. But on a plane, it sucks. Even it, it sucks being on a plane and doing it. I can't see doing it at a concert when you're doing those type of things, man. I mean, can mm -hmm. you imagine that? Yeah. You're trying to breathe and you've been drinking. It's yeah. hard not to breathe when I'm well. When, I, when I don't have a mask exactly. on, when I'm drinking. You like, where is the line where it's okay to drop the mask? First off, anybody who has a mask and drops it to eat or drink is contaminating the mask. By doing that, I've been saying that since the beginning of COVID, but social media would rather focus on who's wearing one or not wearing one mm -hmm. as opposed to who's wearing one properly. Right. And that's when I first started getting banned, by the way. So take that for what it's worth. Well, when people would wear them below their nose. Yes, which which or or wear it and then drop it to your chin. chin. What, what you're doing is if you're now exposing yourself and you put it back on, your mask is contaminated like any doctor. And that's what doctors were saying initially. But the narrative shifted immediately to, well, who's wearing it versus who's not wearing it. And I actually have, if you call them online receipts of me posting video of a doctor trying to explain the proper way to wear your mask and people responding, shut up and just wear your mask. You anti And I'm just like, what? 
How can I be anti-mask if if I'm right. telling people right? And that's you're just providing a, yes. a service here. But my point, my point in this is that where is the line? Because you're told it's okay to take your mask down and eat or drink. Right. Why wouldn't it be okay to drop your mask and sing a lyric or, or from just, your buddy uh, David? Or, yeah. Right. It's it's ridiculous. So we're not so, going. So look, the good thing is that you didn't pay because I know right. that there's, there are some new things happening, especially like with tickets where it's hard to get a refund. Mm -hmm. If you don't provide like a legit reason, that's all. Yeah. You I know? can imagine that. But the thing is, is I went to their website long before when we were getting the idea to do this and on the website for the venue, nowhere does it say that you have to wear a mask. Oh, so that changed. Yeah, I guess. But again, the voicemail tells you this. <laughs> when you called to, to to buy your tickets, it said that, and I'm like, whoa, 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 time out. Well, look, the best thing about it is that you didn't get you didn't get screwed out of like a hundred bucks per ticket, right, or something along those lines, because right. that's that's the new thing now is just like, oh no, sorry, it's a bait and switch, right? We're not going to return yeah. your money here by mm -hmm. any means. Now, can yeah, I guess when it, when is their next concert? I have no idea. You should tell them to do something outdoors. I'd tell them to do something in my driveway. Yeah, why not? Yeah. You could. Ho could you host that? Of course, I could. You well, you've been talking right? about you. You were talking about this earlier on in the uh, in the summer. Yeah, about this concert. Right. Oh, is this the wow. same one that you've been yeah. looking forward to? Yeah. yeah, it's the same one. Yeah, we had a whole ah. group of people going, but now everybody's out. Everybody's pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> not, not pissed off at me. They're yeah. not pissed off at David and the band. They're pissed off at the venue. When is it? Uh, the 23rd. Uh, it's, it's understandable. Why don't they pull out and do it outside? <laughs> they should. Right? Right there. Are they getting like Keswick, though, is legendary. So uh, you know, do you say no to Keswick and that's it? You're blackballed? You're banned? Probably. Yeah, you You're can't on the say list? no. To, no. Can't do that. Yeah, you just made the list, buddy. Right. <laughs> right. Before we get back to the Eagles coming up, I uh, just a, a quick little question here. And, and I don't know, like so many people that have been retweeted into my timeline that I check like their first two or three tweets. Uh, I'm so out on their existence. They're in on this show that has made and look, I could be wrong and, and I'm happy to admit that I'm wrong. But they're in on this show, and they get retweeted into my timeline. Oh, my God, Squid Game is the best thing that's ever happened. It's this amazing show. I have no idea what the hell it is. I'm interested. But I also come in with a little bit of a negative viewpoint because so many idiots have been retweeted into my timeline that love it. Squid now, again, game. yeah, are you in on this? No, I'm, I'm out on Neither squid. one of you are in on this. I, I use squid as bait. That's it. <laughs> you're out on squid yeah. game yeah well i'll eat squid calamari is squid squid it is and yeah. it's good except yeah. i don't eat the heads i eat the legs the legs are the or the or the rings that have been yeah, the rings yeah i'm out on the head i barrett you've you haven't seen squid game no i haven't in fact people in my household are, are raving about it. Oh, Steve, do you good. understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. How how long were you just going to be silent and not respond to the show and just let me look like an asshole? Sounds no, like I, no, I, was, I was trying to be correct because I've been cutting you guys off today and I noticed I was cutting you guys off today. So I'm stopping that and I'm waiting until you guys finish your conversations. That's Is it why. something Asian? <laughs> Is it an Asian show? Uh, I think so. It's, it's yeah. on Netflix. It, it's oh, okay. coming out of another country for sure, but subtitles. Isn't it like yeah, isn't it like I don't um, like subtitles? 
It's like they're uh they they have to play this game. They don't. They're gonna die or something like that. So it's the Hunger Games. No. <laughs> Is that? I mean, right? When I hear something like that, I think of the Hunger Games. Okay, Is Jennifer so, Lawrence in this Squid Game. Exactly. Like that. That brought me to watch one of those movies at least. Exactly. Actually, I, I'll tell you the one that I did watch. It's something Korean, I think. Wasn't bad at all. No, I, look, I, the dub and the subtitles like that. That's far. That's the last thing that would determine whether or not I watch a show. I think there's some really quality pieces of work that are either subbed or dubbed. Yeah, that's not going to drive me away from it. But a shitty show is going to drive me away from it. I'll ask my Korean buddy about. What do you? What's the biggest thing that you took from all this? Like through osmosis in your house. You have to know something more than it's just a ripoff of the Hunger Games, right, Barrett? Right. Before we break, what can you tell us real quick? Nothing. I mean, I I, oh, I, I don't even listen to it. I just tell them I'm out on it. You know, they 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 talk about it amongst themselves, and they just they don't even talk to me about it. You know, they oh, yeah? just talk. They have a text line they're going through, and they're texting about it, and they also talk about it when they call each other. I'm like, if you have to text about it and talk about, it, I, I I'm out on that. I'm out on that. Mm-hmm. I don't, right, I don't so- want to hear it. From what I can gather from Muhammad Malik and a couple of others here on the stream and you, this is a combination of Hunger Games and the Black Mirror episode where everybody's on the bike and you have a chance to get on a reality show to win your way off of the bike. So people in debt apparently are in this game to try and get out of Dame. And if you mess up, you get killed. Mm. So it's it's a great opportunity to pit the haves and have nots and yeah. all this other all the other political and social tripes that are in there. And tropes. Sounds like something that'll actually be happening in about 2040 or 2030. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I yeah. Could, or, or closer than that. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's, OK. Just wanted to know. All right. Here we go. So are you going to watch it? Nope. OK. Nope. <laughs> I didn't get enough. From this, maybe Bar- look if Barrett. I, is I'm gonna around- do this episode. I'll do the first episode. No, today. no, you don't have to. Look, my point of it is that you're around people every day that are talking about this show, yeah. and it still hasn't drawn you to the show. No, couldn't no. that tell us everything we need to know, Harry? Well, they obviously oh. don't think Barrett would be interested, so they don't want to involve him or engage right. him in any conversation about the Squid Game. Right, right. Barrett's but, into but, some weird shit. Like so they're judging. They're judging Barrett right there. They just think Barrett would yeah. not be open-minded enough. Right. To be interested in this. Harry, you're right on that, man. And I'm pissed yeah. okay. off now because exactly. you brought that to my attention. Well, hey, I am watching the Wu-Tang Clan series. Okay. All right. Well, we'll hear more about that coming up. We'll find <laughs> out what's going on with Lane Johnson and some other things with this Eagles game. We're back in three. It's the <laughs> Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears.
As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job, a personal injury from someone else's negligence, turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Squids up! What's up, man? <laughs> you a squidsman, Bo? <laughs> yeah, come on, you squid it up over here. Now, apparently, we know the identity of uh, the female in the Urban Meyer video. Mm. Her name, she's been named. She's been what do they call it? Docked. Docked. Doxed. Yes. Uh, her name is Cayman, Nebraska. Okay. Sounds like an adult performer. Right. Isn't Nebraska the last name of that guy, uh, Keanu Reeves' character in that football movie, The Replacements? Mm, I don't remember. He was the quarterback, wasn't he? Yeah. I thought Nebraska was his na- – come on. Was it Johnny Utah? It was Johnny Utah. Yeah, was it Johnny that. Utah? Well, that, no, that, that was in that was in uh, Point Break. No, that's Point Break. Yeah. Yeah, what are you talking about here? <laughs> Barrett's like, oh, yeah, it's Johnny Utah. Yeah. Like, Utah, well, give me two. Yeah. Hold on a second. What the hell is the name of that movie? The Replacements? The Replacements, yeah. Uh, all right, so go ahead. Her name is Cayman, as in Cayman Islands, Nebraska. And she was a student at the University, Ohio State University. Okay. And they're saying now, some are saying... Shane Falco, sorry. Oh, Shane Falco. <laughs> sorry. Falco. <laughs> uh, wasn't there a singer named Falco? I had some uh, awful song in the 80s or Edie, 90s. I know Edie Falco. Not Edie Falco. And I worked with a guy at Sirius XM named Nick Falco. But wow. those are the only two Falcos I know. I know Anthony Falco. He's do you? A, yeah. Uh, yeah he does Falco a lot. is a musician. Golfing. He's a German musician. Is that his name? Like Cher? Uh, her, his name is Johann Hans Holzel, otherwise known as Falco. An Austrian musician. Excuse me. But I remember it's some awful song that was a hit back in the, Rock Me Amadeus. You remember oh, that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was and Derek, the and Derek Commissar. It, Derek Commissar, too. Yeah, yeah. I remember wow. that. This guy was a star. Uh, Rock uh-oh. Me Amadeus. Yeah. Ja, ja. yeah. <laughs> what year was that? Oh, oh my God. Uh-oh. Do you remember what year that was? No, no. I'm trying to forget wow. that. Wow. 
That was amazing. Oh. <laughs> I remember oh, the video for that. He's, Don't he's, you? He's no longer living. No, I'm he died telling of you. severe injuries. From what? An uh, received uh, in 1998, 13 days before his 41st birthday, when uh, his, his Mitsubishi collided oh. with a bus. So he literally got run over by a bus. Wow. Falco. That's amazing. Yeah. Incredible. It just keeps coming, man. I know. It's just <laughs> it's not it's tweet, nonstop. Man. It's just nonstop. <laughs> anyway, we got diverted. All right. Lock me Amadeus. Yeah, back in that. Cayman, Nebraska. And apparently Came summer. Su- right, exactly. Ah-da-da. <laughs> like, okay. But some are saying that he knew her beforehand. Oh. Like this was not just a happenstance meeting. Yeah, I would imagine that. Mm. It's getting deeper. Well, yeah. I'm, what what was the initial belief that this was just a random encounter? Well, I mean, it's what it's what he told us. You know, he was just hanging out with his oh, grandkids, okay. and his family, and so we were just people wanted to say, "Hey, coach, come on over and get a picture, man." And you know, uh, he's, he's just posing for pictures. Meanwhile, he's standing there with this girl between his legs, and he's got his hands down in there. Yeah, like, you know, and now he might know of her beforehand, so maybe there's a previous encounter. No, I think so. I think there definitely is. This guy. I just thought it was assumed. He's to be a beauty. <laughs> and the only thing we had working against that assumption was Urban himself. So I felt even better about assuming it. Right? <laughs> like, what are we going to believe? Him or just general belief? Yeah, yeah, That's the 90, gift that just keeps on giving right now. 91 man. LSXers points out. Now, I don't know if this is true. But he said Urban used to cheat with a chick named Bust in Idaho. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, every Al's right. It was his bar. Yeah. So it stands right. to reason that it wasn't just. He's like a co- bar. He's a co-owner of the place. Right. Yeah. So oh. think about that. You're you're not just going to. And, and look, I understand I'm saying this about a guy who just got caught doing this. But I think even he understands that you're not in a position to just randomly do that to people. Chances are that everybody in there was known. Mm. right yeah chances are that there's a better i would think there are better chances out there better shot at least that everybody in that bar knew who he was from a standpoint of already had been introduced Mm. not like uh, you know what i mean like right right and and if anybody was an ancillary piece of family or friend or just contact that was there it's not going to be her like, it's not going to be that like that. The it's a non-zero chance, but it's super low that one of the only if maybe the only person who didn't know Urban ahead of time happened to be in that predicament slash situation with Meyer. Right. Should have paid the money. Should have paid the money. What do you mean? Should have paid the money. What money? The money that she that the, the guy with the pictures. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, was was he was he yeah, trying was to, to be extorted? Was the guy well, trying I mean, to? Ex- whenever you get stuff like that, you there is money trying to get money for you know to keep from being extorted, man. Hmm. That's exactly what happened. He should have paid the money, and he'd have been free and clear of this. But instead, he said, "Oh, I'm going against you know public opinion," and, and you, I don't. You care know what about he should have done? He should have gone the hell home with his team. That's what he should have <laughs> done. Okay, keeps coming back to that. Yeah. It really does. 
Yeah. I've never seen that before, man. Yeah. I, have, I have yet to see a coach not fly home with the team, man. Not by choice. players do it. At the pro level. Yeah. At the pro level. Yeah. The pro level. I've never seen that before, man. Titans you know? at four and a half right now, by the way. Oh, yeah. Now, now, what what would you think? How do you think this team reacts to that? I'm glad you brought that up. Is this one of these weeks where it's such a disaster and this young team is just, you know, going in, f- you know, 50 different directions this week? Nobody's paying any attention. They get their doors blown off. Or is it something where it's sort of a rallying cry amongst the it's players? Not a, they ain't rallying nothing. No, that squad right now could give a damn about anything that, that coach says. They don't. Right. How are you trying to try to preach to a team about you know staying out of trouble and doing things the right way when you're not doing it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, you're you're asking you know Miles Jack to go out there and 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 make sure he he plugs that that um that B gap and he's over there you know. All right, you got to plug the beat. Man, I'm not doing anything. I'll think about it. Maybe I might put something on it. But you're in no position to tell me what I need to do. Hmm. That's what those players are thinking right now. Think about, too, Urban is, to your point, Barrett, and I guess to answer more of your question, Harry, Urban is controlling the offense. This is not a guy who is the head coach and has two guys, two coordinators that are doing everything for him. I, I don't know what Urban Meyer does from an appeasement standpoint, like run James Robinson 50 times because to to make guys happy that he was neglecting him for the first two weeks. Like there isn't much. I think this offense can even Trevor Lawrence, who's looked better. Mm -hmm. I I just think they're so limited. If this were like the chiefs, right. That had a ton of talent that Andy Reid was just did something stupid or spags did two guys that wouldn't, of course, but I'm using this as a hypothetical then I think you can look at them and say, all right, this is a team that is so talented. They can do things on their own. Hmm. And maybe that is a rallying cry of, okay, we need to save our season. Hmm. But to Barrett's point, like, I think they just have a a ceiling that's going, even if they are, and and let's look at this the other way, right guys, let's just assume they are motivated. Let's just assume like, all right, now, you know, miles Jack is taking over talking in the locker room, Trevor Lawrence, this impassioned speech before the game. There's still the Jaguars, right? There's still a team that's lost 18, 19 in a row. And Tennessee really needs a win. They lost to the Jets last yeah. week. Yeah. Are the that's- Titans going to say this out loud? The Titans are going to lose to the Jets and Jaguars in back-to-back weeks. What? Mm, wow. It seems un- un- <laughs> highly unlikely. Exactly. No, no. Let's, say, you know, let's, let's win one from the Gipper. Let's win one for Charlie Strong because he's going to be the head coach in the next couple days, bro. Let's win one for Cayman. <laughs> Right. <laughs> that'd be great if yeah. people showed up with those nebraska corn husker head things in the stands well that's another thing too. you tell me that this this woman wasn't a plant her last name is nebraska she's not a plant somebody didn't plant her in the bar are you kidding me bro this are is we the, overlooking you the can't, most obvious detail here yeah. you can't make that up man wow she was planted. Who Scott Frost? Like who's got an axe to grind with Urban Meyer at that university at that program there? And maybe, that's all maybe, it maybe it was Shad Khan's people. He's he already realizes he has buyer's remorse with Urban Meyer. Yeah. And how do I get out of this deal? Well, I got to make this guy look bad. He gave me. He put it on a tee for me by staying in Columbus. So now I'm going to get this girl to go into this bar, and he'll be videotaped. And boom, we got him. Yeah. It would be an epic troll job. To have whoever it was. And, and I guess Nebraska is too easy. 
Mm. So maybe you're right. Maybe this is like James Franklin with some payback, or maybe this is John <laughs> Khan, right? Trying to set it up. And they think, well, what would be a great troll name to use here? Right. And on top of that, we can still get what we want, which is urban embarrassed. And nobody's right. going to trace it back. Like nobody would trace it back to shot. Con, we're all busy blaming Scott Frost in Nebraska. Right. <laughs> and, and by the way, Nebraska is only a short dog to Michigan this week. Did you see that number? Yeah, oh. I don't. Ooh. I don't know what to make of that. Now, that's in Nebraska. I believe Oklahoma's so. almost lost yeah. to him. Yeah. Yeah. And that was at Oklahoma, which was really disappointing. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a trap to sucker people into Nebraska. You think so? Michigan is good, man. And they can throw. They just don't have to. It's three and a half. Come on. That is short. What's the money line on, on Michigan? Uh, 180, 200? Let me check. If it's below think. 200, then I might just may just lay two units to win one. Hmm. On Michigan. Correct. Correct. I just looked up trying to look at her, you know, to see who she is. Yeah. And what's minus 170. Up? Sorry, Barrett. Minus yeah, 170. I like, I like that much better. What what popped up? Jaguars, Besides Urban. Urban. <laughs> Jaguars coach Urban Myers lap dance in indefinitely long history of sexual association and domestic violence cover-ups. Wow. Well, yeah, remember with what happened at Ohio State while he was the head coach. Wow. That is crazy. Right? Yeah. So now you know, that just that just opened up a, a whole can of worms from allegations back then. You know, that's the same thing that happened to Kansas, you know, old coach. What? That's uh, crazy. Les Miles? Les Miles, yeah. Mm. The stuff that happened with him at LSU. Yeah. And uh, it all caught up back up with him, and he had to resign from there. Okay. Came in Nebraska. More hot picks of girl who had Urban Meyer's fingers in her. I'm telling you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is the plant. Yeah. You just watch. This is like when somebody runs on the field topless mm -hmm. and then like two weeks later, we find out that Bovada or GoDaddy or whoever right. sponsored it. Right. I'm telling you, this yeah. is a plant. You're thinking right you're now. thinking like I think with this whole Brooks Kepka Bryson DeChambeau yeah. thing. I told you this from the start. We were being set up all about a, for set a match. Up. Exactly. Yeah. It's <laughs> almost like um, what's the, um, what's the, the, the fighter, uh, the YouTube guy going against, Thanks, you know, Paul. Yeah. Or Logan Paul, one of the Pauls, one of the Pauls fighting, you know, and, 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 you know, just get barely getting beat up. And I mean, this is all, you know, planned out and everything, bro. Mm -hmm. It's exactly what it is. Everything, all this stuff is planned out. Yeah. That's what we're dealing with here. A setup. I'm honestly, we're always being set up. Like seriously. Yeah. What, what's. Urban Meyer is just, he's just lost all mental capacity and starts doing stuff out of nowhere. That woman knew exactly what to say. She was coached. People around him knew exactly what to say. All right. Maybe, maybe James Franklin hired a PI to tail Urban Meyer for two straight <laughs> weeks. Well, well, what's, what's the angle for, for James Franklin so that it takes him totally out of the running for any USC? Yeah, job? absolutely. Harry. Okay. I, all yeah. Right. All right. I'm just trying to figure this, yeah, this out. This isn't about like payback, maybe from some loss that Meyer mm. handed him. I think it's more about preemptive. Okay. You know, you got to knock the number one. This is corporate America, man. You right. got to find a way to knock the candidate above you off the rung. Well, who are some other candidates? Well, that's a good way. Candidates for USC would be a candidate for the Urban Meyer setup is what you're saying. Right, right. 
Right. I don't know who else would be out there. I mean, uh, the, the guy at uh, Cincinnati, Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle. Because uh, the, the, the AD is the same guy that hired him at Cincinnati. He's now at USC. Okay. Bro, that happens, I man. I don't think it's a fit for Luke Fickle no, to go I out there, Luke but I, you know, dumber things have happened. True, right. but I don't think right. he would leave. Uh, the guy Chris, from Iowa. Cristobal from Oregon. No, okay, if he can get the job, that's that's fine. Although they, I wonder if that loss to Stanford may have hurt his chances. Mm. <laughs> Mario would... Cristobal. Right. Yeah. Now, what about our buddy from Iowa? What, Ferentz? Yeah, no way he leaves, right? I don't think so. No, no. Okay. And they're going to build a statue of him in Iowa City. Especially if he wins the Big Ten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And is in the playoffs this year. That's another team we have to think about in the mm-hmm. playoffs. If they beat Penn State. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. I can't wait for that one this week. Our buddy Michael Calabri is heading out for that game. Oh, yeah? He's going to it? He's going to it. Wow. He's in. Four this o'clock start. On a Saturday. That's a Saturday. Amazing. Now, is that a whiteout? No, it's at Iowa. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> what is it? What do they call it there? Uh, a yellow out? A yellow out, yeah, yeah. Right, a blackout. <laughs> Can you black out at four o'clock with black t-shirts? I, I, what would I, that look like? I went to college. I blacked out at four o'clock before. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> and I have no doubt, Harry. Yeah, every week it's a black. I tell you, every week it's a blackout, Harry. <laughs> no, I, I get that. I get that. All right. Oh my I'm goodness! Just monster teaser. You ready for this? What? How many teams? Well, you can only do four on DK for a 13 point. By the way, Tone, if you're out there, I played that teaser that I gave you yesterday when we were talking with Michael K. He asked about that three-team teaser with – or teaser slash money line play, and I, I played it. So just so you know, I'm in. Wait, but no, Michael K? You were on with Michael K? Mike K was on with us yesterday, wasn't he? Oh, I, th- I thought you were talking about the other one. No, okay. I mean – okay. Our guy, Mike. Yeah, okay. No, no, trust me. If I was on with Mike K, you'd know about it. Okay. I promise you. Because we, we should play that audio from uh, the Yankees yes, radio broadcaster. He's awful. Yes. All right, yeah, let's let's do that. Uh, this is the th- – th- now it's a four t- – you can do this with DK where you can get four teams together and run a monster, they call it, 13-point teaser. It's always going to get you a minus 140 return. Wow. But 13 points. Yeah, 13 points. So this is what I've done. I've knocked Cincinnati down to minus 16. Any issue there? Um, From 29, no. I could see them winning by 17. It's yeah, I mean, number. I'm, I'm below, I'm significantly below that line. So this would take, I think, a, I don't, does Temple have enough to keep this close defensively? Um. Temple's quarterback looked pretty darn good last week. Right. Um, Cincinnati's defense is is probably like a half notch below what we see with Iowa. And yeah, I mean they're they're pretty damn good. They are. They are. All right. So still, you're, I like you're that. okay with that. Yeah. Any issues, Barrett, with Cincinnati winning by more than seventeen? Or no, technically- not at all. Okay. Not at now, all. This one I like outright. I like the eleven. I don't need it, or, or I guess it's down now to whatever it is down now. I think it's 11, 11 and a half, whatever it is. I, I just like them to cover the number, but I needed to throw another team in there. So Arizona State is now one and a half plus one and a half at home. Stanford got extremely lucky last week. There is no way 
that they can take any momentum from that game and build off of it. Meanwhile, Arizona State went out and actually earned that game yeah, they did. against UCLA, throwing on the, the on the road. Yeah, yeah, which they haven't needed to throw the ball much at all, and and they just come out and they throw exceptionally well. So I, I like ASU, and I'm getting one and a half at home. That's fine. This one I've dropped. Alabama is now minus four and a half. Oh, they're gonna bludgeon Texas A&M. I part of me just got nervous, Harry, that it's like like one of these Saban on the road, do whatever you need to do to win and get out. Yeah, no, no, Johnny Manziel on the opposite side of the ball. Texas A and M is not that good. Yeah, they're not that that good. good They're overrated. And I I think Saban would love to give it to uh, Jimbo Fisher whenever he gets the opportunity. No question about that. Yeah, (laughs) no problem. So Alabama minus four and a half at Texas A and M. You guys love it. That's easy. Georgia is now dropped to minus one and a half at Auburn, who comes off a really big win against LSU and I think is prime for a letdown against Georgia, who I think could stop three or four offenses in the NFL without any hyperbole right now. Yeah, I like that. So that's what we have. the line? The line was at, well, 13, so 14 and a half when I dropped it 13 points. So now he's got it at one and a half. But think about that. Georgia minus 13 and or technically 14 and a half is low only because Auburn has that big win against LSU. I mean, that's a mm-hmm. 17 and a half, 18 point line, I think, to be right. honest. Right. All right. Just checking. Just and it's at that. Auburn, too. Correct. Well, it's yeah. at Auburn. So you're going to get some. But yeah. even still, like that built in home field is going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to work with Nick Tone up in Sirius. He's a good dude. All right. Any NFL plays? You want to get out now? I hadn't looked at it today. Oh, man, you got to get in ahead of time. All right, so this is what Tones... I'm going to label it Tones Parlay unless it misses, and if it misses, then I'll take the hit. Mm. How about that, all right? All right. So this is Tones Middle Parlay of the Week, and it's a teaser. And it's a 10-point teaser, okay? Mm. Arizona Cardinals are now getting four and a half at home against San Fran. So we're over that key number of three and really four to a lesser extent. Any issue there? Look, I think I think the upset is definitely viable here for San Francisco to come in and beat Arizona following a major win by the Cardinals last week. I agree with you. I wouldn't they, bet they, it, but they're I'm vulnerable. Yes, they're vulnerable. Yeah. Yep. Um, what I don't do you know, think? Cause, um, cause, uh, Look, if you, you know, like Arizona, the change, game, then it's even better for me, Barrett. I do like Arizona. You like Arizona to cover to five and a half. Easy. Hmm. Yeah, it's We're an interesting. About, it's a weird number, isn't it? Well, four. I mean, and, and you're also talking about a team that that they're going with their young quarterback now. Yeah, I know, and I think Shanahan can't wait to unleash this kid. <laughs> he has been cooking up plays in his sleep for this yeah. kid for this very moment. It's a divisional game. I, I want to be covered with an upset. I want to mm-hmm. be covered by a field goal. And in this case, I'm covered by yep. that weird swing of, you know, down three, then get a touchdown yep. and win by four. And yep. yeah, I'm covered there. All right, this, so is, this is the look at me. Look at me. I'm Shanahan game. Yeah, like, I love been, that. I've been waiting to unveil these plays. I just never had the quarterback that was able to run them. No, I now love I got them. That's great. Uh, You're right. I, I, and look, we've seen... That's what was so maddening about how that game ended for San Francisco last week was they called his end around to Debo Samuel when they needed two yards on fourth down, and Lance had already proven that either in right. the air or on the ground he can move the football. Yep. I think Lance can play, and that's not 
any major risk statement by any means, but mm-hmm. all right, that's the first one. Second one is now this is full on insurance here. This is why I like the teaser over the parlay, and I get it. The parlay is going to net us a ton, but the three-pick teaser is, is minus 120, which is definitely doable. KC now moves to plus seven at home against Buffalo. Ooh, okay. This is a defense that is the immovable object against Kansas City, who no matter what's going on with their own defense, yes. Yep. yep. So I'm covered by a touch. Like, I can't see Josh Allen and that offense outscoring Kansas City, but I could see Buffalo's defense limiting Kansas City more so than Kansas City's mm-hmm. defense limiting Buffalo. And that's where the I, I just that was a paradox. Yes. That was, right. That was a that right. was a conflicting statement. Yep. So I've bumped it's insurance. It's insurance. And lastly, look, I, I don't I, I don't trust this game at all, but I'm honoring Tone's play here. And that's why this is the biggest reason why we have a teaser. I don't trust this play at all here. The Giants at plus seven are a cover machine on the road in conference. Mm-hmm. So we have Dallas now plus three at home. I still think that's the one that's going to bust this teaser. I think I think the Giants win this game. I thought it was a 13-point teaser. No, this is 10. The college was 13. Oh, oh okay. All right. 13 is four pick. 10 is three pick. Okay. I, right. I was just thinking that, Aton, when I was looking at the game. I mean, the Giants have a little, you know, they, they got a little something going on right now. So you might be right, man. Going into Dallas, Dallas filling themselves a little bit. Divisional game. Divisional game, yeah. The line you know. is at seven, and I think it's meant to indicate that. I mean, think about that. This is a this is a big line for, as you mentioned, an offense that's kind of found itself against a team that's just primed to be upset, right? Hmm. Now, if anything, if anything, if you wanted to reverse this, I would say take the Cardinals, take the Chiefs, but you could always bump the Giants up to plus 17. It's going to be the same return, right? So what would you rather do in this case? Would you rather ensure a field goal? Dallas loses by a field goal. You still are pushing. Mm-hmm. Or would you rather push the Giants up to 17 on the road? Uh, mm-hmm. I'd rather push the Giants up to 17. I think I yeah. think that's fine as well. Now, again, you're yeah. going to get the same. You're going to get the same return there. Right. But I, I think if you really wanted to roll that a different way, then then you can do that. I like the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. Boy, that that offense, man, mm-hmm. is so bad. I know. Well, That's here's why I theory. like them. But if Denver, if if Bridgewater's playing, then I'll take Denver all day. But if Drew Locke is playing, then I, I mean, you're probably better off going under 39 and a half at this point. Yeah, that's a really low total. What do you have? Pittsburgh at minus one and a half. Yeah, but remember that opened up as Pittsburgh plus one, hmm. but has moved because of the fear of Drew Locke. Yes. Yeah. Now, now. If you know Bridgewater starting, would you change your bet? Or are you still on? I just think Pittsburgh bounce. I think Pittsburgh rallies this week and has a pretty good effort and wins. Well, let's ask Mr. Pittsburgh. What do you think? I, I think they're doomed right now, man. Pittsburgh is not in a position to do anything. They're well, offense Denver, can't play. Denver would be the team, right? I mean, Melvin. No, because defensively they have shut everything to offense. They already you know can't run their offense. Let alone against that defense. 
I can't see him doing. I mean, I I know they'll 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 stop Ben from doing anything because Ben can't run. So you know them coming off the edges, looking at that offense, they're gonna try to run the ball. They're too fast to run the ball laterally against them. It's gonna be a hard. This is this is this is one of those games where I think uh, you know, Denver just totally takes the game over. Really? Wow. You are Denver's out on your wow. Steelers. Yeah. Man. I thought Harry was stretching a little man. bit, liking the Steelers, but you, you are. are emphatic in your hate. Wow. Did they I mean, did just, not did... bring you back for a ceremony or something? <laughs> no, it's not that. I mean, it, just being, <laughs> just looking at their offense, man, and trying to watch how their offense runs. They, they don't have anything that they can hang their hat on. You know, no, they can't fun. bail them out like they used to because his receivers don't catch the rock. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's interesting. All right, we we have to take a break, but I think it's like this. This is from a betting standpoint. I understand what Harry's saying by all means, and it's probably just with the quarterback volatility, one to stay away from, unless you have that gut instinct like Harry does, which is this is a bounce back one. This is the and, week. Yeah, then you look at the all the football element of it, and you're like, yeah, it's kind of hard to argue with Barrett <laughs> with this team being dog shit. I will right, we'll take a quick one. Hit that thumbs up button. Smash away. Make sure you're subscribed. Of course, to the Jacob Media YouTube page. And we have more, including maybe even an early play on this Eagles game coming up. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
I got, you know, I was on this list here when we were doing stuff on Sports Map, where I would get, it was kind of like the, when we used to work at radio stations, and I guess technically Sports Map being one of them, but back in the day, you would be on these publicist lists where they would send you releases and, and, and the actual book. You know, Barrett Brooks is writing a new book about his journey to winning a Super Bowl in Pittsburgh. And, right. And you would get the hard copy of it with a bunch of inserts in it and an email right. to follow up. Would you like to have Barrett on your show? You know, right. trying to book him and all this. So with I got with the bullet points. For correct. To ask. Yeah, correct. And I, yeah. I, I was on this list because we were having fun with stuff back doing the radio show with Ron Culver, especially with these games and right. I'll, I'll get these sample games thrown at me and they're all trivia based, right? Or they're, or they're like, you know, the one that we would play with Ron where it's Barrett, Harry or Aton, you know, like a scenario and which one of the people playing the game is more likely or most likely to, you know, walk around with their pants off or yeah, whatever the case may be. So this one I got is called all of us and it breaks it up into four different groups of people by birth date. So boomers, 1946 to 1964, Gen Z, 1997 to 2015, Gen X, 1965 to 1980. So I'm Gen X. And millennials, 1981 to 1996. All right. so I'm Gen X too. I'm 78. So I'm on the back end of Gen X. Barrett is older than me and younger than you, so he's also Gen X. The yeah. three of us are Gen X. I'm on the front end of it. Correct. <laughs> That's fine. I didn't mean to date you yeah. by that. I was yeah. just saying, right? So the idea is that you are in your group and you only can ask and answer questions on other groups. It's like, how well do you know the other groups? Now, Harry's an older Gen X, so I bet if we asked him a bunch of these boomers questions, yeah, he would nail them. Barrett probably more so than me. So yeah. I'll just I'll just throw an easy one out at you, right? This is from the boomer. How well do you know boomers? Mm. The first two-seater sports car was introduced by Chevrolet in the 60s and was called what? Corvette. Uh, the Corvair. Yep, they, you are. Right, the Corvair. Yep. Well, it's technically Corvette. Oh, yeah. it is? Yeah, but you guys may be right. No, the Corvair may be uh, a different manufacturer. Yeah. Corvair's made by Ford. That might have been the, the Ford. It's the okay. rear engine Ford. car. Yeah, it's a rear engine yeah. car, too. Okay. So it's technically the Corvette. Look, you guys yeah. had it. You're right. But you're also older Gen Xers, so I get it. <laughs> he served as Nixon's first vice president. Oh. Uh, he's got a, he's got a weird-sounding name. Was it Spiro Agnew? It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is. All right, last one here for you. Mm -hmm. No Spiro Ditas. No, no, no. Spiro Ditas, who's got <laughs> like three Spiros. Yeah, he's, got, he's got the most over enunciated yeah. Spiro Ditas. <laughs> he's like straining. It's like he's on the toilet <laughs> trying to call. Yes. All right. Last one for you. Known for such hits as All I Have to Do is Dream and Bird Dog. Brothers Don and Phil made up this music. Everly. There you go. See, I knew Harry. Never I knew Harry would be all over this old shit here. Yeah. <laughs> now, the only thing I knew was the car. <laughs> right. Now, what's right. the young one? The young one's Gen Z. How well do you think we know this stuff here? Now, I what years I, are, are Gen Z? Gen Z is 97 to 2015. Oh, okay. So, so right now. Yeah. And, and also, too, like I think us being in this world of sports talk radio, we do talk a ton of pop culture. And I always make fun of 
Barrett and I because there's some current rapper that's mm -hmm. doing something that neither one of us could pick out of a lineup that Harry not only knows but could <laughs> sing the hook to. So I have confidence in both of you. Like right. these are easy ones, right? These are the long running series on E focuses on the personal and professional lives of the Kardashian Jenner family. Like we Keeping know up with the exactly, exactly. What country is soccer star Cristiano Ronaldo from? I mean, it's an easy one, right? Ronaldo is, uh, I'd say, no? Portugal. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. maybe not. Maybe not. This one's for Barrett. All About That Bass was oh. a 2014 hit for which singer? Oh, I forget her name. I forget her name also. <laughs> oh, I can picture her. I can you pick do. her out of a lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Gee whiz. <laughs> Megan Trainer. That's it. Yeah. All right. Now oh. we should do this and and create it like for Eagles fans and do and give prizes away if a Gen Xer can chat us in with a question about Chuck Bednarik or something else. Right? What are we going to call the segment? What's that? What are we going to call the segment? Well, I mean. I don't know. We'd have to come up with a catchy name for it, I think. See, like, since we're on YouTube, do we have to have, like, production for it? No, you know, I don't like, think so. Okay. Right? Uh, I, I'm just, I don't know, you know, how this works. I know in radio, <laughs> we'd probably put together sounders and all kinds of production. And, you know, Mertitis would get on there and, and, you know, do, like, you know, put Metallica music to it. You know what I mean? Can we do something where it's, like, a ripoff of all about that bass, but it's not all about that bass. <laughs> and that's the name of the segment. Okay. You know, cause you, you, you can only do a certain amount of interpolation before YouTube nails you to the wall. That's all. Hmm. You got to change it ever so slightly. Right. All right. So it's Wednesday. We heard the coaches talk. We heard all that other crap today from the coordinators, et cetera. Yesterday, the Eagles are down to a three and a half point favorite here. I can't get over. Well, look, Chris favorite. McCaffrey, no, they're an underdog. Oh, dog, pardon me. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't get well, Christian McCaffrey's not playing in this. No, game. I think we can pretty much rule him out. But Correct. this is going to be the true test, I think, of how bad the Philadelphia Eagles rush defense is not in a knock to Chuba Hubbard, Chuba. but more so in a sense of, look, you gave up a ton of yards to the Dallas Cowboys on the ground. We were willing to accept the fact that it was one of the, if not the best one-two punch in the NFL. Then you gave up seven yards per carry to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So we're starting to double think that. And maybe this is an internal problem. You give up 80, 85 yards to Chuba Hubbard or more on the yeah. ground. This is now, this is a horrific issue that would be a serious problem because i can understand giving up some ground to Alaire because of all the other weaponry that they yeah. have yeah, you have the you know, it's like pick your poison with that team i, I right. said that earlier in the week it's like um but with the panthers it's not like they're that they're limited but they're they're not i don't think they're an explosive play team exactly exactly you could you could you can allocate a safety in the box for that eight man box with mm -hmm. them you know i mean you 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 can't you couldn't with um with with the Chiefs, but you can with these guys. You know, I mean, uh, okay, Robbie Anderson is the deep threat, yeah. But I think we can handle him with with one of our one of our you know Slay or or maybe Nelson. Mm -hmm. I'm not really worried about him. DJ Moore, I believe we can you know handle him on the other side. But you he's do pretty good. He's pretty yeah. good. 
Yeah, but I think we can. You're really confident in, in the slowing down of DJ Moore, who has been victimizing everybody, including I, Dallas. And you know, we got we got we got our horses back at safety. So, you know, Harris is there, McLeod is there. I you know, I, I think we'll fare okay. And our linebackers can cover. They just can't stop the run. Uh I'm I'm not going to accept that last part of your statement. <laughs> but I, I wa- I'm not gonna fight you on it either. Is that okay? You should have a buzzer like when it, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because if anybody would be buzzed the most, it would be me. So I, I don't want to open that door. I'm just saying, like, okay, 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 not yeah, okay. Not so much. Yeah. But I, I you know, like that's fine. Here's I was trying to see if there were any. They're not up yet, but the player props. Darnold threw two picks last week, didn't he? Yeah, and those were the yeah. first two picks of the season for him, right? If I'm uh, he not- has three. Oh, he has he three. Has three. Okay. I think he's got like like eight or nine touchdowns and three interceptions or something. Here's the crazy thing about this game is that it's not just like you can clearly make the statement that I think is tough to refute based on who and look, Dak Prescott is way more of a statue than he is Lamar Jackson, but he can move. I get it. They just don't want him to move, and he doesn't want to move after the injury, and that's fine. He doesn't have to. He's throwing the ball exceptionally well. Point being is that this is clearly the dual threat that Carolina has yet to face this season. And Jalen Hurts, who is by design or not leading the team in rushing, already a problem in the air, this is this is a situation that's unknown, I think, for the Panthers' defense. We can't go back and say, look how they did against Prescott or anybody else they faced moving around. That's a major variable that I think could work in the Eagles' favor. But, and this sounds a little crazy, but it's accurate based on what we've seen. Maybe this is just the loss of McCaffrey last week. Sam Darnold is one of the, like, he's more of a threat he can run. on the ground than Mahomes yeah, was. Absolutely. He's got young, yeah. fresh legs. Yeah, he's a big Aaron. part of their offense as far yeah. as using his wheels. He has five touchdown passes and three interceptions. Well, I think far. two of those are two of those touchdowns are on the ground, though, right? No, I'm talking about passes. He's got a couple of rushing touchdowns, yeah. Darnold does. He had three. two, I think. Three, okay. Three. So think about that. Darnold now becomes a new variable Mahomes is running out of circumstance. Darnold is running out of design. Yeah. And again, he's not Josh Allen. No. Come but on, I, Snyder, I, not I, all white quarterbacks run the same. I, I never realized. <laughs> I never realized that he had those kind of wheels. Yeah, what happened there? Like, I, I never saw that at USC. Like that's No, you didn't that's, have to. No. You didn't and I never watched him with the Jets because I mean, he wasn't even getting good coaching with the Jets. So I had no idea what this kid had. Harry, Adam Gaze didn't watch him. At no, the you're right. <laughs> You're right. I didn't think he was a. I didn't think he was that good of an athlete. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew he had functional mobility, but he can he can literally run. You, you know, know? And, and his body's kind of weird because he has a long torso, right? And his legs are shorter than his torso, but yet he's still moving. You know, very functional. Surprised me. I agree. There's something yeah, the about... big knock on him was he had little bitty hands. He's got little bitty hands. Mm. Oh, was that a knock on him? You know what that yeah. means. Yeah. <laughs> Who else? I, I hate knock? to do it. Bridgewater. Yes. Right. Right. Yep. He's got little hands. Yeah. All right. Can you cover the spread? That's all I give a shit about. Right. I don't care what is how the spread? Want. For who? It's three and a half. It's three and a half. Yeah, three and a half. I I don't like. I mean, do you guys? Let's. We'll talk about it tomorrow and Friday. We'll get somebody on. In fact. I was looking at the book here. 
You know, is there somebody usually radio or like maybe the radio call, right? The the guys on the call, there's usually a former player. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can get he and Barrett to start spinning some yarn here on on another squad. You want that? I wonder, I wonder who it is. Let me look at look. Well, I'm in the black book here now. Oh, you are. Oh, you yeah. got the black book, huh? Uh, you got the book. Yay. Our, our buddy Craig Larson hooking us up here. Now ah. are we in this. Are we in this for Philadelphia? Probably not, right? Now I have to go all the way here to, you know, there's no table of contents. There's no, uh, I, I got no TOC. What is this? No, I'm at Las Vegas now, Miami. I got to go all the way down here. This is working in reverse order. So we're on Carolina, right? Yeah. Okay. So what do you think here? Panthers radio. It's Carolina we got to look at here. Arizona, Atlanta. I feel like I'm in this stupid uh, capital city. All right, here we go. Radio. Do you know anybody here, former players here? Carolina Panthers media, all right? Mm -hmm. Writers, columnists, radio and TV. Dave Langton. No, he's the producer. Mick Mixit is really good, by the way. He's the Uh, play-by-play guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's the play-by-play guy. We can reach out to Mick. Let's get the Mick. That's a great uh, radio alliteration name. I'm Mick Mixon. Mick Mixon. (laughs) Now, Jim Scozy, is that his name? Zoki. Zoki? Z-O-K-E. Yeah. Zoki. Zoki. Did you play with him? Jim Zoki. He sounds like an old guy. Like in the sense of like, that's an old, that's an old name, right? Yeah. Jake (laughs) Delome is on something for them. Yeah. Wait a second. Jake Delome and Jordan Gross. I don't think Scozy play. Did Scozy play? I, n- I never heard of him. You sure? Yeah. It's not. It's not normal to have a color analyst not play the game. I know, right? Yeah, but I never heard of him. Oh, come on, man! We got to figure this thing out. We got to get somebody. Who, what about Delome? Is he in here? Delome does something for him. He's I'm not, not sure. If, I'm not sure if it's radio. We'd have to reach out. He's not in the book. I'm not going through every single. We should try to get Steve Smith uh, Sr. on. Well, that would be a Barrett reach. I'm sure you have, right? He'd be great. He'd be, he would be great. Um, What is his, I forget his name. Um, Oh my goodness. Played defensive end for us back in the day. Probably in uh, 90s. Peppers? 97, 98. No, he played defensive end Eagles. He came in through the Eagles. And then what? Went to the Panthers? Yeah, he went to the Panthers. Mm. Um, What was his name? Looking here to see if there's anything else that we can get on here. Maybe we go scout. Maybe we go Mick Mixon. Maybe we reach out to old Mick. He'd probably do it. Yeah, why not? I'll send him an email. We'll get Mick on. Ah. Is there right? I just like his name. <laughs> Me too. It's amazing. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. David Newton, by the way, is is legit too. If we wanted a writer, he's been covering that squad down here in Carolina hmm. for a long time. NASCAR guy too. But all right, we're in. Right? Anybody right. else you can think of from that media that we're forgetting? That former player, Steve Smith. You want to? I'll reach out to the Mick if you want to reach out to. Do you know Steve Smith? I no, do not. I no, I okay, Harry. Yeah, I'd be I got, surprised. I, I got John Ellis coming on on Who? Sunday. John Ellis. Who's that? He does uh, 
Let's see. He's let me try to get his damn profile up here. Never heard of him. One Panther Place is his Twitter feed. What is it? Like the SB Nation? He's an NFL analyst. Well, yeah, for for who? So am I. iHeartRadio, Blue Wire Podcast, uh, Panthers All-22, college football play-by-play on ESPN+. He's he's doing like 50 different things. He's like you. Yeah, okay. He's like the Charlotte version of you. I should myself as an Eagles analyst. You should. Seriously. Jeez. All right. Well, let's reach out to Mick and say, I don't think we can get, I don't think we can get Steve Smith. He's not listed in the black book, probably for a good reason. Now I just uh, heard from my Korean buddy. Yeah. about. I asked him about squid games. Are you watching squid games? He goes, oh yeah, just finished it. Badass. So he, that's a, that's a high recommendation from this guy. And you get from him what the best, like what's the best draw to that game, to that show. I'm looking at the Carolina thing. Sorry. That's all. All right. I'll try to get it. Okay. Now I'm trying to track down Mark McMillan for something I'm doing. So I might need to, uh, maybe we can get him back on. Isn't he back up this week or is that a different week? Uh, he's been back and forth here a bunch. Okay. I've noticed on his uh, social media, I he's can't... always doing something, man. Right. Like he was just up in New York city at the, uh, at the reflecting pools for the, for the trade center stuff with I uh, put, put up some pictures. He's all over the place. Yeah. Okay. Just curious. Just curious. All right. I'm trying to find out what's the best part about it. And would I like it? So. Yeah. That's what I was asking. Yeah. And is, is it squid games as you would games? To? Yeah. I think it's okay. squid games. Not, not squid game. No, I think it's Squid Games. Okay. Barrett's going to watch episode one and give us a read breakdown. Yeah, you really think I'm going to check it out? That? Yeah, yeah I am. Yeah. That's I think they're going to be out on the subtitles. Well, he doesn't have a college game this week, so he's not going to be traveling or anything. So he probably got, will be. I got able plenty to get it of time. Yeah. Al Harris. Not Al Harris. Al. What is Al's? What is Al's? Al Harris? No, not Al Harris. That's the DB. Right. I'm trying to think. It's, it's another Al, though. Let me look at my social media. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Right? Uh, Al Wallace. Al Wallace. To, to, yeah. He Never heard of him. Can you get him? I'm about to, I'm about to uh, inbox him right now. Yeah, hit him up. Let's get Al Wallace on. Maybe we'll get Al on the same time as the Mick. Oh, it's Squid Game. Singular, says the yeah. stream. Yeah, I know, I know. Right. I knew it was. I was just having fun with you. Why wouldn't it be Squid Games? <laughs> Because they don't want to get sued for ripping off Hunger Games. They, oh, okay. I don't know. Now, you hit the Red Sox money line. I hit them yes. in a parlay, and I just took the two runs that I didn't need. I'm blindly following the PGF tonight who took the Cardinals on the money line. Do you have any insight in this game? Uh, I haven't looked at it yet, but I, I'm just like sort of trying to get my arms around the fact that the Dodgers can win, what, 105 games or whatever they've won in the regular season, and they could be eliminated tonight. Think about that. That's amazing. I mean, it is amazing. Isn't that a little defeating too? A little bit, but you know, it's it's like it puts onus and and meaning on the the games in September in the regular season. Like you know, the Giants got it done and won the division, and therefore you you don't have to go through this mess. So I, I can see both sides of it. Yeah, you know, like Russo is like apoplectic that that, that a team 
can win this many games and uh, be on the verge of uh, elimination, you know, with one bad inning. It's crazy, <laughs> man. It, it, it's just wild. Yeah. You know? All right, here we go. The story is the best is the best part, and they get pretty graphic. He says he thinks I'd like it. Definitely go with the subtitles. Uh-oh. Yeah, don't go dub over sub, in my opinion. Oh, yeah? My so opinion. that means I have to, like, watch the screen the whole time and read? Yeah, but you should be on a show like that. I mean, think about it. Nobody sat and watched The Sopranos or The Wire or these shows as background noise. Game of Thrones for a couple of seasons. I'll, I'll give you that because it yeah. was so god-awful. But, is you know, I don't know. Shouldn't that so be subs part? over dubs? Yes, yeah, subs over dubs. Mm-hmm. Just like we encourage people subbing to this channel right hit that subscribe button all right now is anything going to change your uh, do we have any idea just last thing to think about as we get out of here we don't know about andre dillard either right or is he is or part of me jordan maialata will return to practice on a limited basis per siriani doesn't guarantee that he's available sunday mm-hmm. but a potentially positive development in light of lane johnson's current absence that's from jeff mcclain well, would you move him? They would probably move him to right tackle then and leave Dillard at left because, you know, it was a fiasco. It was a major bust when they moved uh, Dillard over to the to the right side. So I think you would put Malata at the right side. Mm, yeah. Oh, you guys see, I inboxed my boy Al, so. Oh, let's do it. I oh, love so it. So you'd move uh, Malata over to the right because Dillard can't go over there. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I think Malata can go over to the right side. And then, then you could put Driscoll in at, at the right guard position. You'd have a hell of an offensive line then. Yeah. Jordan Hicks left the Eagles and ain't been injured since he has started 36 consecutive Arizona <laughs> for Arizona. Yeah. At the nest buckets. I mean, think about that. He was hurt all the time when he was here. All the time. That the that time. needs to be like a six. I, I, that's a six-part documentary on yes. why the Philadelphia Eagles just can't keep guys healthy. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, they've changed their, their training staff over the past six years. They've changed them four times. Yeah, no, it's it's insanity, absolute insanity right now. Now, all right, real quick, Matthew Stafford, who's got a better chance of going over Russell Wilson, 269 and a half or Matthew Stafford, 299 and a half? Um, I say Russ. Yeah, just because the number's lower numbers lower. Yeah, really like Russ to run, and it's Chris and he's Carson. at home. He's at home. Chris Carson could be out, so Russell Wilson's rushing yards has now been bumped up to twenty one. It was twenty and a half. I mm. love love that. All right, we're back tomorrow. We'll see what happens here with the line. The line is the big thing. So luckily we have Barrett here to talk about Nate Herbig or Lane Johnson, whoever it may be. Right. All right. <laughs> we'll get Al. We'll get Al, Al up here too, hopefully. And I'll hopefully. reach out. I'll reach uh, out. Mick Mixon. <laughs> Come on. That is such an Anthony name, and you know it. It's great. <laughs> right? Call me Mick. <laughs> and, and, like, you could see it too because Anthony would be so involved in that interview, rightfully so, because Mick is a guy you could geek out with. Mm-hmm. And then Mick Mixon, on the other hand, if you've ever heard him, is like he never gets out of his play-by-play. Well, Anthony, let me tell you about that. Oh, I love it. I mean, that's it. That <laughs> must listen. All right. 
must listen. All right, we got to get out of here. My kid just shit all over me. Too. Oh, Jesus. I'll tell you what. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.